Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone, rest your cause. Hello, Andrew. Hello there, Edwin. You doing all right today, brother? Doing good, man. Doing good. Feeling blessed. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Second day of this week, but it is the first day of February. Yes. We are in the second month of the year. Mm-hmm. One twelfth of it is gone. Whoa. Eleven Whoa. twelfths left. <laughs> you sound like my kids can't down at Christmas already. Well, <laughs> we were having dinner the other night. My boy Owen goes, I know it's five months away, but I know what I want for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to tell you, and I'm probably going to be thinking about this a lot this year, but I will be turning 49 this year. And you and I had a conversation the other day where I realized I'm as close to 25 right now as I was when I was two years old. And so thinking about, oh man, 49. I know. And that means just one more year. Mm-hmm. And I'm at half a century. How did, And all I have to show for it is this podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm well, wondering. I don't, I don't really know how to take that, but... Uh... <laughs> I mean, I thought it was pretty good. I love it. I love it. In fact, <laughs> how about we continue it? All right. Matthew so 22. We're in Matthew 22, and uh, we're going to read the next section here in the chapter. I'm reading from the New King James Version today. It's Matthew 22, verses 15 through 22. Then the Pharisees went and plotted how they might entangle him in his talk. And they sent to him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, We know that you are true and teach the way of God in truth, nor do you care about anyone, for you do not regard the person of men. Tell us, therefore, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why do you test me, you hypocrites? Show me the tax money. So they brought him a denarius. And he said to them, Whose image and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. And he said to them, Render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. When they had heard these words, they marveled and left him and went their way. There's a couple of things that stand out to me. First of all, you certainly feel as we're walking through Matthew here that we're heading towards something climactic. Yeah, the the opponents. I mean, it feels like it's one after another, and it's just j- just increasing and growing, and and you're feeling it happening more quickly. And so, okay, we were we're it's like we're going through a gauntlet, and it's and it's happening, and we're we're getting to a climactic point. Do you see that? Well, I do see that. In fact, I I see some of the teachings of Jesus as just you know firing point blank right into these chief priests and Pharisees. Mm. I mean, to the multitudes, the sort of thinly veiled teachings that I know you guys are wicked. I know you've killed all the prophets. I know you're going to kill the son of the king. Um, and, uh, you know, just exposing them that way. Well, yeah, that that last parable from Matthew 21 with the vineyard keepers, he just basically says, I know what's coming for me. You're going to kill me. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. about to kill me. I know it's going to happen. And, and I appreciate you making the callback because to Matthew 21, we're told about these Pharisees and chief priests. If I could read verse 45 real quick. Now, when the chief priests and Pharisees heard his parables, they perceived he was speaking of them. 
But when they sought to lay hands on him, they feared the multitudes because they took him for a prophet. We see their evil intent there in those verses. We have another parable of teaching at the beginning of Matthew 22. And now we go back to some of these inner workings. They've had a little bit of time to regroup and huddle up. And they've got a new approach for Jesus today. That That's what I'm seeing here in verse 15 and 16 particularly. Notice that they feared the people because the people perceived him as a prophet. Mm-hmm. And in fact, that was also said back in chapter 21 when Jesus pushed back on the authority question. Yes. Tell me about John's baptism, from heaven or from men. Oh boy, if we say if we say it was from heaven, he'll say, why didn't you do it? Right, if we say right. it's from men, well, we're kind of scared. You know, the people thought John was a prophet. They, sure. They won't listen to us then. They, they couch this new attack. Lord, we know that you aren't afraid of the people. Or, not Lord, I'm sorry. Yeah. Not Lord. They, they, they <laughs> but weren't te- saying to he's him, a teacher, right? Teacher, he's a rabbi. Teacher, we know that you... You don't care what anyone thinks. You're not trying to make sure that people like you. So just tell us. Would you just tell us? We we think that you're sincere and more objective than anyone we've ever met, and we've got this argument about taxes. So I'm saying that part of their strategy is we need to change the mind of the people about Jesus. Mm. Somehow we want to turn the people against Jesus. Uh, no better way to do that, right, than let's talk about a, a hot topic issue. Let's talk about a very personal issue. Let's talk about taxes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and particularly the taxing by these, you know, these, these oppressors, these Gentiles here in our midst. Probably the Jews had an opinion about that. And let's team up with a new sect that we haven't heard about in Matthew before. We haven't heard about these guys. Let's bring in the Herodians. Tell me about the Herodians. Well... My understanding of the Herodians is that these are folks who are aligned with King Herod, so that these are, I guess, um, political. These are Jews that'll go with political wins. We'll say that. Uh, I don't know that they had the same kind of caste as like a taxpayer. Excuse me, not a taxpayer, a tax collector. Where like everybody hated the tax collectors, um, but but they're in it for the politics and they know how to cut deals with Rome. And yeah, so they're they're very sympathetic with Rome. Yeah, they're pretty much in favor of paying taxes, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas the My Pharisees, whereas the Pharisees as separatists who are saying we're trying to we're trying to be separate from the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. We they're saying we're we're not supposed to pay taxes to them. That's supporting all their ungodliness. That's participating in, you know, some of those taxes go and 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 help with vain awful worship yeah. and and it's so, against the people. Yeah. So interestingly, we have these two sects who usually are having this argument with one another mm-hmm. on opposite sides, but they're willing now to bring this to Jesus. Here's what I think is going on. Tell me, tell me if you think I'm right about this. From the, the Pharisees' perspective, basically what they're thinking is, you know what, if we can get him to side with us, mm-hmm. then the Herodians will be able to bring an accusation to the governing authorities. He's telling people not to pay taxes, and then the Romans will just take care of him for us. Mm, okay. From the Herodian perspective, if we can get him to side with us and say that we should pay taxes, then the people who typically thought the Pharisees were right on this, yeah. who did not like Roman oppression, who didn't like taxes, and let's face it, for probably many of the common people, it wasn't a theological discussion. It was a financial discussion. Yeah, very Rome much. is taxing the daylights out of us, and we want somebody to come in and say yeah. we don't have to do it. Yeah. And yeah. so they the the... Pharisees could turn popular opinion away from Jesus, mm-hmm. which would then leave them free to carry out their machinations. Mm-hmm. Isn't it curious, though, how Jesus is uniting <laughs> enemies against him? Yeah. 
Yeah. Strange bedfellows here. Well, wow, that's an interesting thing because, of course, Jesus comes in and he teaches a message of union, but it's supposed to be a message of being united in him and through him, yeah. not united against, against him. him. Yeah. And yet that seems he is a unifying force. A Folks unifying either unify force. with him or unify against him. And yeah, that's, that's, that's right. exactly what's, what's going on here. And so how does he cut through this trap? How does he spring it and get out of it? I'm loving this here. Uh, first, we're told. First, we're told in verse 18 that uh, he saw right through it. He perceived their hearts. He calls them hypocrites, play actors. I know this is all a charade, um, and uh, asked to see the coin. Yeah, whose image is on the coin? You know, let, this let me, is brilliant. Let me back up to that first statement about the, calling them hypocrites and being tested. That to me, it fascinates me that he goes ahead and answers the question. Because I think what I would want to do is, you hypocrites, y'all aren't asking me because you care. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to answer that. I'm not going to play your game. Uh, and Jesus has demonstrated in the past, he's willing to, I'm not going to play your game. Yeah. But here's a place where he decided, I'm, I'm going to highlight that I know this is a test. I'm going to highlight that I know you guys aren't sincere. But you know, there's something important here. I'm going to answer. There, there's something you need to learn from this. And he goes ahead and, and takes the bull by the horns and answers. He does, and I don't want to chase a rabbit here, but how funny would that have been if he had said, actually, I, I never heard back on that whole John's baptism thing. <laughs> you guys want to hit me back on that, and then I will answer no, your question. Yeah, no kidding. It's still hanging out there, guys. Yeah, that, that would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been awesome. But anyway, this is probably more constructive because uh, he, it's helpful. He, he answers the enemies with teaching a powerful spiritual lesson as well. Uh, they answer him, it's Caesar's inscription. Render, therefore, to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. This is Caesar's coin. His face is on it. That's Caesar's image. So it makes sense to pay it to Caesar. Yeah. But then there's another image being brought up here. Well, before we get to that, let's let's just first of all recognize that Jesus highlights the hypocrisy. These guys are—we're separate. We're not going to pay taxes to this ungodly Caesar. Um, But what— Whose image are you carrying around in your pocket? <laughs> who is it that authorizes the use of this money? Who Who mm-hmm. is it that, I mean... You'll yeah, buy bread with it, yeah, that kind of thing? that's exactly <laughs> right. I mean, I'll connect to Caesar enough to be able to get the things I want and need, but when it comes down to something I don't want to do, I'm going to pull this, no, I'm separate card. Yeah. You know, there, there's some hypocrisy going on there. And, that's a good point. And Jesus highlights that. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. but now where you were going... How did you know what belonged to Caesar? Mm-hmm. His image is right on it. It's stamped on it. So then, if I want to figure out what belongs to God, how do I figure that out? I need to look for the image of God. And where, where where's I, that image stamped? Well, my understanding is I go all the way back to Genesis, mm. and it says that Adam was created in the image or likeness of God. That's exactly right. That means you, mm-hmm. that means me, mm-hmm. we are created in the image of God. God. So That's I find powerful. Caesar's image on the coin. Mm-hmm. And basically what Jesus says is, look, that's Caesar's coin. You're, you're using it because Caesar has authorized you to use it. If Caesar wants it back, he gets to ask for it back. What do you need to do yeah. when he asks for it back? Get, get, yeah, it's Caesar's. Give him his due. Get, yeah, absolutely. So now let me tell you, why do you even have life? Mm. Why do you even have a body? Mm. Because God has mm-hmm. created and given that to you, and he has placed his image and his likeness on you. Give to God what is his. And so 
if I'm going to give to God what is his, what am I giving to him? Yeah. Well, I, it makes me think of Romans chapter 12 and verses 1 and 2, mm. where we are to present our bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, a reasonable service of worship, that, that if I'm in the image of God, then I, I surrender everything to him. Here's something we need to avoid from this story. That is this issue of percentages. Mm. I've, I've often heard folks get into this story and they start talking about percentages. Well, you know, the government does have a claim to a certain percentage of your money. And, but, but God also has a claim to a certain percentage of your money. And you need to give the part of your money that is Caesar's to Caesar. And you need to give the part of your money that is God's to God. And then they make teachings about taxes and teachings about usually tithing when I hear right. this from people. Yeah, We're not going to sure. get into tithing today. But contributions... That is not, Jesus is not saying that. Jesus is not saying there's a part of your money that actually belongs to the government and there's a part of your money that actually belongs to God and give it to him. He's saying, look, you see that money? That that's government. That's, that's the government's money. That's they, you, you only get to use that because of, of the authority of Caesar. Yeah. So give it to Caesar if he asks for it. Uh, but listen, God's asking for you all of you, your person, your being. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind. I think we might come up with something about that this week. Well, hey, and call back to Matthew 6 in the Sermon on the Mount when Jesus said, you can't serve two masters. You'll love the one, you'll hate the other, right? And it's to me, this is a very similar uh, teaching. It's packaged a little different. We have this case study about the coin and about taxes, but it really gets to the same place that God wants all of you, God deserves all of you, and you need to give yourself entirely to him. And when I give what is God's to him, all these questions about taxes and percentages, those will take care of themselves. They kind of take care of themselves, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Well, appreciate so much you joining us for the conversation today. Um, Send us an email or join in on the Facebook discussion group for Text Talk. Love to hear what you're learning from the text from God's Word. Uh, Edwin, would you lead us in prayer? Holy God, thank you so much for the day you have allowed us to have. Thank you for this opportunity to talk about your scripture, about the text, to learn from this encounter with Jesus, to learn who we are, that we are your image bearers. And because of that, we should give ourselves completely to you. Our life, our body, everything we have has come from you. What do you? What do we have that we did not receive? Lord, do not let us boast as if we did not receive it. We love you so much, Father. We are so thankful for your grace, for your mercy, for your strength, for your discipline, for your motivation. And we pray that today we will give our allegiance to you and walk hand in hand with you. It's through your son, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. 
Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna! Christ is captain of the mighty throne.